welcome back to another episode of Artist Avenue. Today I'm joined by Igor. Igor is a multi-skilled circus artist from the Ukraine and has a truly unique journey to share with us all. As always, I hope this episode inspires you to follow your hearts and dreams and remember, an original is worth more than a copy. Enjoy the episode! My name is Igor Bespali. I'm from Ukraine, from city Kharkiv. I live here all my life. Uh, I start from breakdancing. I start my circus career from breakdancing. I was 11 years old, maybe. Yeah, 11 years old. So after a few years, my teacher, uh, he asked me to start teach other younger guys. So I started to teach, uh, be a teacher at 13 years old. Then at 15 years old, uh, I go to one not really famous, but interesting uh, group uh, in my city. So I start work with them. Uh, I start like break dancer in acrobatic show. It was really interesting for me to do handstand. I start uh, uh, to go to different contracts when I was 17 years old. At 18 years, uh, I was interested in handstand work. It's circus, uh, circus dis- discipline. Uh, so I started practicing by myself without any teacher. Just I watch uh, different videos from internet, from YouTube, uh, and trying to do something new for me. Then uh, my director in my show uh, he say okay i see now you're ready so you can do some circus parts like handstand in our show so i i start work uh, circus uh, discipline where in very old uh, when i was old so for circus it's really old but i have passion for this uh, and I try to do better and better so now I have five circus discipline it's uh, handstand aerial straps aerial chains uh, aerial pole and serial yes five disciplines uh, now I can work like solo artist mm-hmm. that's all <laughs> that's so interesting you did start quite young with 11 yeah. I start from breakdance. It's dancing, uh, but then in breakdancing, they have a lot of power moves, uh, tricks, and uh, I found for me handstand from breakdancing. Mm-hmm. So, so then I changed my river of life. And when you were younger, before you started dancing, did you always have like a fascination with like arts or did you did it just happen organically or did you know that you wanted to kind of go into that area of performing arts not in arts but uh, in sport i i don't know maybe i was five or six years old when i first time go to some practicing it was some dancing it was a rock and roll a rock and roll dancing dancing, yes uh, but it was really short uh, because at that time in Ukraine we we didn't have a lot of different uh, classes. Not a lot of studios was around my home. So something opened. My parents asked me, "Did you want to go there?" I say, "Let's try." 
So I try rock and roll, uh, football, basketball, tennis, karate. And at 11, one uh, dance studio open next to my house. So I started to do break dance and it was really interesting for me. It's still interesting, but now I'm more like circus disciplines. Yeah. No, that's such a beautiful path because it shows that anything in performing and dancing, like it, it is an athletic sport as well. And you saying that you kind of got into it from being interested in sports and now you've like taking it further and doing circus acts. And that is incredible, incredible. So that's really beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Do you, cause obviously you've worked internationally as well, which we will talk about in a bit too. But before we go there, do you think that your training in the Ukraine does it, did it differ from like what you kind of heard from other people and colleagues that you've worked with around the world? Yes, it's uh, really different. And uh, we have really different disciplines for different sports. Uh, it's because uh, like uh, in USA, really popular baseball. Yeah. Uh, in, U- in Ukraine, we don't have sport team from in baseball uh, so it's different different view for sport and uh, when I start to work in contracts and I speak with different people uh, I know that in Ukraine we have a really powerful strong circus school different people from like Australia England and USA they ask me how we train in our kids, uh, how we practicing by myself uh, in Ukraine. I start to explain it, and they say it's not a training; it's torture. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Because uh, like, uh, if we take stretching, mm-hmm. uh, like splits, uh, every studio, every school in Ukraine by stretching for kids it's really bad for them parents uh-huh. uh, because uh, all kids are crying because uh, really massive uh, women who, te- who work like teacher there they push a lot for kids and kids crying but then they have beautiful splits yeah so, and and this is normal in ukraine you know, we know about it so uh, our parents uh, go with uh, kids to studio. They live uh, in studio for a few hours, go home, just to not look at that training. Yeah. And, uh, this is different. How we practicing and how them practicing. Also, uh, like in Ukraine, we don't have uh, a lot of tap dancing and just dancing. When I first time come to ship, uh, to cruise line, uh, and they ask me about this kind of dancing, I said, no, I never practice it. Because in Ukraine, it's not popular. And we, in Ukraine, we don't know that it's really need for cruise lines. In Ukraine, really popular hip-hop dancing. It's top popular uh, in Ukraine. Yeah. All other dancing, it's not such popular. That's interesting. So what was your first professional job? First uh, work with team uh, on the stage. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a uh, ring like for 
boxing yeah uh, they, there was or k1 or something like that and uh, between uh, between different matches uh, they ask um, they bring different artists like singers dancers and uh, it was my first work uh, on stage then uh, my first contract was in turkey in 2008 and that was as a performer as well or circus yeah act. yeah I, I go with team uh, i work like a break dancer and uh, a little different circus uh, <laughs> discipline like, like handstand a little bit it's great how you have all these like little special skills and it's normal for you as well because like a lot of other performers like they're like we sing we act we dance and we might have a special skill but it's so great to see that uh, you're like you have your career and you've built it up on like little special skills that are just like crazy and amazing and yeah it's just really interesting thank you uh, and uh, i can explain why i choose uh, to be a multi-skilled artist uh-huh. Uh, I started uh, circus discipline handstand uh, when I was old for this one, mm-hmm. and uh, I understand that people who work like professional handstand uh, they start five, six, seven years old. I started in seventeen, eighteen years, so yeah. it it was old for this. Uh, I was old for this one, so I think I can do. Can, a little bit handstand, a little bit aerial work, a little bit uh, adagio, partnering, all of this. I can do something there. So now I'm multi-skilled artist. Mm-hmm. You said you were on a cruise and on a ship. How did you get that job? How did you audition for it and how did it all happen? <laughs> So my first uh, work uh, was with my team. Uh, I work with one team and they have uh, like director and he find, found this job. Then uh, I start to work by myself. I can find different information in the internet if I need it. So I start to look for different casting, audition, production studio uh, for directors. And uh, I found the director of uh, this show when I work, uh, where I worked one year ago. Uh, so I, I found him in Instagram. And um, how was it for you to like go over to the USA and rehearse there and start like a new life there really for a few months it was it was really exciting really interesting because uh, all my life in ukraine uh, i watched uh, the american movies um, i listen american music and then i signed this contract and uh, i understand that i like next week i fly to america i fly to usa I fly to Miami. It was so exciting for me. I can't believe for it. And before I take all visa contracts, uh, I didn't say for no one from my friends where I go. I say like, yeah, I have contracts. Uh, I I need to take my documents for this. Uh, and just when I sign off it and when 
uh, cruise line sent me my tickets. Uh, I say, I go to America. <laughs> and my friends say, what? Seriously? <laughs> so it, it was so great for me. Mm -hmm. And how was it for you? Did you experience any language barriers or um, cultural barriers when you moved over at the start as well? Uh, I'm. Uh, I don't think that I have like cultural barriers, but language barriers, uh, of course, uh, mm -hmm. because uh, my English, how you can uh, listen to me, or listen to me, it's not really perfect. But uh, I understand people, and people understand me. My level of English, it's enough for my work. Mm -hmm. I can understand what people want from me for work, uh, and I can do it. When uh, we chat with each other, like on backstage or around ship, it was a little bit hard, but months after months after months, uh, it stayed better and better. It was for me much more easier to understand uh, different accents, to understand what people want from me. Uh, it was barrier, but uh, it's fine. I think yeah. it's fine for me. And you said, um, you just said now that your level of English is perfect enough for, for your work, for what you do. Would you say yeah. that a big role in that is that you, that you use the body language as well? Because obviously what you do is very active and very bodily engaging. So do you think that a lot of the times you have that help as well with like showing things? For my work, uh, I think uh, we can... Uh talk with my director even without the language yeah he uh, like director can explain with hands with head with legs uh, what he want from me and i can do it uh, on on handstand or aerial work yeah for dancing i just need to know one two three four five six seven eight and that's all what, what I need to know uh, from language. Mm -hmm. uh, anything else is just body. I look on body and I repeat. Is there anything that when you came back, you were like, I want to take this back to my home country and try and integrate this here and teach them this way as well? Yes, I think it's uh, more about dancing, what I say before. Like in Ukraine, all dancers, they think only about uh, one uh, discipline of dance. Yeah. And now after ship, I understand uh, it's a little bit wrong. You, you have to be multi-skilled dancer if you want to be a dancer on, like, on some cruise line uh, I try to explain to all my friends who work like dancer or who are choreographer in my city uh, I say you have to be stretched it's uh, really first uh, what you need to do to, uh, what you need to have for work on some good contract uh, you have to be multi-skilled you can be uh, like perfect hip-hop dancer and it's enough for cruise line no you have to be multi-skilled and not just for cruise line for more of a dance team you have to be multi-skilled dancer yeah is there a reason why um hip-hop and breakdancing is so big in your culture in the ukraine uh, I, I can't explain mm -hmm. I, I understand it's uh, 
this culture come to my country with uh, rap music. Okay. Rap, first of all, rap music come to Ukraine. Then uh, with the rap videos from internet, we look for hip hop dancing, and then. Uh, a lot of studios start to open in my my country, mm-hmm. uh, but like contemporary jazz uh, tap, uh, it's not so massive uh, coming to Ukraine. Big. But we have some small studios in big, really big city. We have small studios, but it's not so popular for people. Mm-hmm. So. Our dancers, it's not really good in this uh, disciplines. Yeah. So if you want to be a dancer, you you probably go and study one discipline, like ballet, for example, or break dance. Yes. More than yeah. hip, hip, hip hop, dancing. Yeah, it's uh, easy. Uh, to yeah. Start the training in any small city in Ukraine. Yeah. But contemporary, you can't find. It. Mm-hmm. And uh, not a lot of uh, guys uh, go for stretching classes uh, in my country. Yeah. So it's a little bit problem for dancers because because they don't don't start to stretching when they are young, especially hip hop dancers mm-hmm. because they don't they don't use it uh, in work. In general, is there a lot of theater in the Ukraine, or is it just in the big cities? In big cities. Yeah. Uh, when I was in America, I lived two weeks in Cocoa Village. Uh, it's uh, near to Orlando. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a rehearsal there. And one day our director say, let's go to theater. There. Uh, and we go with all our team. And it was so great for me. Uh, I see in one small city, because Cocoa Village, it's uh, not big, it's a small city. Uh, I see beautiful theater. They, they don't have free seats uh, at that theater mm-hmm. at that night. It was sold out. Uh, it was strange for me. In my city, I think maybe 10, 10 theater in my city. And my city is really big in Ukraine. That's still something, 10 theaters, though. It's better than zero. <laughs> yeah, yeah it, it's because my city is big. We have five big cities in Ukraine, and uh, my city one of these five. Mm-hmm. What do you think makes you different as a performer? What makes you stand out in comparison to other people? I think my difference from other artists is that I am multi-skilled. I, I'm really multi-skilled. I can do a lot of different disciplines. Now, I say five my main uh, disciplines, and I can do like uh, acrobatic, gymnastic. I can do diving to water. I'm multi-skilled. I, I think this is special. I hope so. Oh, you definitely are. I saw as well, like you have... You must be very adventurous as well, because I saw a few days ago you jumped out of a plane as yeah, well. It, it was my third jump with parachute. That's like adrenaline pure. I was like, wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I like action. Uh, I like to have some more adrenaline, like 
parachuting, like um, diving. And what's the biggest thing that you have learned on your journey, would you say? Mm, biggest thing is uh, to be polite to all people. Uh, we have a little bit problem with this in Ukraine, uh, like well, with a different uh, color of uh, body, uh, with uh, different orientation of people. Uh, we have a little bit. It's not like a really homophobe country or a racist country, no. But uh, in mind of people, we have some problems. And when I um, travel, uh, when I see different peoples, uh, I... I was uh, all time polite for everything and I understand it much more better with uh, traveling. So you became more open-minded with it as well. Yeah, yeah, with everything. Uh, people are different, uh, all, all think different. So it's fine to be different. Definitely. And is there anything else, any other advice you would like to tell people that are listening? If you try something and you can't do it and people around of you say it's not for you, don't listen to them, try. Try to do better, more, spend some time for all good things in this life. And uh, when it's come to you, it, it will be a great emotion for all your life. That's lovely. So don't give up, everyone. <laughs> yeah, don't give up. Yeah, well, it was lovely chatting to you today. So thank you so much for sharing your story. It was really interesting and listening thank to the you. different cultures. Thank you. It was really interesting A question from you. I hope you have perfect pod podcast. <laughs> it will be great. I hope you've enjoyed this episode with Igor. Artist Avenue will be back on Wednesday with another exciting interview. Keep your eyes peeled, make sure to hit the subscribe button and follow us on Instagram at Artist Avenue Podcast. Lots of hugs, keep smiling and see you soon.